Welcome into another edition of the Heart and Hustle podcast. Nick Ronowitz here. Scott Inez is with me another week, and we are back. Going to talk the NBA's plans for a return. What it will look like for the Orlando Magic. Spoiler alert. Uh, there's a lot of Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Adetokounmpo in there if they just go straight to the playoffs. We'll get into that. Mo Bamba is swole Bamba. Oh, holy cow. 28 pounds of muscle. Are you kidding me, Mo? Don't know how much of that I believe. We'll get into that (laughs) and a whole lot more. Thanks for joining us again another week. Like I said, we are back. If you are listening for the first time during uh, what are some strange times here, we appreciate it. I am Nick Grenowitz. He is Scott Inez. You can catch us weekdays on ESPN 580 Orlando, 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock. That's 580 AM, FM 96.5 HD. Too. Uh, Scott, we got a ton to jump into here. Yeah. Um, I, I'm at a point now where the days are all running together, too, where I, <laughs> I pitched a few ideas that we did on the last podcast to do for this podcast. So uh, what do you say we jump into? What do you want to start with? You want to start with the NBA's return? We could do that. Sure. All right, let's, let's start that. with that. Um, over the weekend, Memorial Day weekend, hope that it was safe for you and yours, everyone. Um, Memorial Day weekend, we get reports from Stadium, from Athletic, from ESPN that – Momentum is moving towards the NBA is going to return to Walt Disney World, and uh, they're nearing some sort of a deal, that they've entered conversations. Since then, there has been a lot of scuttlebutt about what the return is going to look like. Is it going to be 30 teams? Will it be 20 teams? Will it be 16 teams? Damian Lillard is saying, well, if I don't have a chance at the playoffs, I ain't coming back. Um, There's World Cup group stage round robin (laughs) stuff being floated out there will they go straight to the postseason that kind of stuff um there's very little concrete information but we do know the nba at some point is going to return it's looking like late july early august is the new time frame at last check and they're going to have maybe anywhere between 16 and 20 teams i doubt that there's 30 Yeah, yeah um this is going to be interesting because you talk about threading the needle. The the NBA is going to have to thread the needle again. And it, it seems like every decision you make, whether it's the NBA or Major League Baseball, the NFL, or the NHL, that decision that you make creates 10 more really difficult yeah. decisions that you have to make in the future, right? Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, returning is kind of like, have you ever seen those videos of, of when somebody puts all those mouse traps down That's on it. the floor? That's it. And you have to try to set off one mouse trap without yeah. all of the rest of them. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's what the NBA is trying to do right now. So you went through some of them. We talked about the possibilities. Um, one of them is you just, you start with the playoffs and you go traditional one through eight East, one through eight in the West. My preferred structure. Yes. That's how I want them to do it. Just come back. Let's keep this as close to normal as possible. I think everyone just wants something to wrap their arms around that feels normal. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, I think you come back, it's eight in the West, eight in the East, and you get your traditional matchups, and you keep things as close to what a legitimate postseason would be. However, like. this is something that we've talked about in the past. These NBA teams are tied to contractual obligations yeah. with their regional sports networks, That's and the many, of them, many of them have to get to that 70-game mark. Well, most of them have played an average of about 64, 65 games right now, so you've got to get another handful of regular season games in somehow, some way to meet those obligations. Adam Silver has to have moments sitting at his desk at the NBA league office or on his couch in his mansion somewhere in the state of New York thinking to himself, 
two damn weeks. <laughs> if this had just happened, not if it didn't happen, there's right. nothing we could control, yep. but if it had happened not March 11th, yep. but April 1st. Yeah, yeah, give me a week and a half. We could, give yes. me a week and a half. Yeah, it would have been the Lakers need to play seven games. Yeah. The the least amount of games is three. I mm. think that's Atlanta. Sounds mm-hmm. feel, No, Dallas. Dallas, okay. three, I think. The most of the Lakers would seven. The Magic need five more games. And Adam Silver has to be thinking, a week and a half, two <sighs> weeks, and I'm just bringing 16 teams back and we're good because right. the money got paid right. out. Now, if you're Adam Silver, you're also thinking, okay, I could be baseball at this point. Like, like, like this, this pandemic struck at exactly the wrong time for Major League Baseball, whereas I've already gotten in three quarters of my game. That is but, true. But look, you, you're talking about the possibilities of just starting with the playoffs, one through eight in the East, one through eight in the West. You're talking about um, seeding teams, possibly one through 16. And those two scenarios are virtually the same for the Orlando Magic. Whether you seed 1 through 16 without regard to conference or you go 1 through 8 east and west, the Magic will still play the Milwaukee Bucks in round one if you start with the playoffs, right? No matter what, you get Milwaukee. We've talked about other ideas. Mark Cuban has this concept of having this 20-team playoff format with all 30 involved. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Can you help me out here? Because, honestly, I got two paragraphs into that one, and I was like, okay, Mark, let's let's move along here. But that might be gaining some steam, actually. And and the more I think about it— To get all 30 teams in? I'm not totally in yet, but to get all of these 70 games in— Kind of have to do it, don't you? You have to. Kind of have to do it. And I'm looking at this Cuban thing, all 30 teams taking part, condensed regular season to fulfill the the network deals, and then you go from there, you get your 20 teams from there, and the final four seeds then have a play-in tournament before the start of the actual postseason. Right. So, and and look, I I read a proposal from Zach Lowe this morning on ESPN.com. What did Lowe have? Oh, that's right. I saw the headline. It was how I would end the NBA season, right? Basically, forget about the regular season, reseed the playoffs 1 through 16, have a play-in tournament for the Western Conference's 8 seed. As we all know, what, four four teams out there yes. within like two, two and a half games or so for that that yeah, uh, that that final eight seed in the West, uh, in the Western Conference, yeah, I, I am glad that Zach doesn't he doesn't want to do it for the East, right? Because the East is done. The right. Magic had a five and a half game lead over Washington, right? That's done. But in the West, yeah, you had Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, San Antonio, mm. all within four games. So yeah, and, and Memphis was the eight seed. Right. That's your fifth right. team there. Phoenix is Phoenix is six games back. I think I can do without yeah. Phoenix. And and then you divide the NBA into groups and have a round robin to have teams advance from there. Yeah. So there are a lot of ideas out there. I don't necessarily like the Zach Lowe idea. The oh, more I that's think, right. Yeah, he described that on his podcast. Now I remember. Okay, yeah. He, he's a very bright NBA mind, but I yes. think it's a little too far outside the box. I think the, the Cuban idea is outside the box, but I think it kind of... It kind of fits the contractual obligations. That's the big thing hanging out there is I'm doing this for simplicity and kind of money be damned. And the entire reason why you're coming back is because one thing and one thing only, that's money. Yeah, right. Right Now, the easiest thing to do is what you favor, and that is 
just going, just starting with the playoffs, having the Quick top eight easy. in the East, top eight in the West, and just go at it. I'm a simple man. Right. right. That's all <laughs> right. I am. I'm a simple man. Right. You know what? I can only really deal with this much. That's all we're going to take. But Damian Lillard is not going to like your idea of starting with the playoffs. He he wants an opportunity to make the playoffs. Is that fair or not? I mean, like, Dan, I, I don't know. No, I, I mean, because I mean, like, win more games during those 65 that you played. That's one idea. But you come back and say, well, you know, they had 15, 17 games to go. They could have made a run in those final 15. They had 14 games, games left. 14 they were 29 games. and 37, right? So that'd be 16 games. Yeah. You're right. 29 and 37. Sorry, that's my USF math there. 16, yeah. So they had 16 games left. They were three and a half games back. I don't know. Like, I kind of look at Portland and it's like, yeah, you guys suck this year. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I got you. Like, you did. I like, we're also talking about which team gets to be demolished by the Lakers in the first round. Sure. And while making the postseason is awesome, uh, I would argue, of course, because I'm biased, if the Magic were in this situation, yeah, sure, let them in. It's a big deal, right? But honestly, like I look at Portland, and it's, it's three and a half games back of Memphis. You, you haven't well, been very good look, this b- year. Because we are a Magic-centric podcast, okay? okay? Let's look at it from a Magic standpoint. If I am the Orlando Magic, there is no way that I want to conclude the regular season. Now, obviously, for contractual obligations, if I have to meet those with, with Fox Sports Florida, that, then yes, that enters the David equation. David Steele needs his games. No, no doubt. No doubt. But if I don't. And I don't know what the deal is there. If I don't, let's move right on to the playoffs because looking back of you, if, if you're going to see teams 1 through 16 without regard to conference. Right, that's what this is about is that if you just throw the conferences out and it's the best 16 teams, you're in trouble. Ruh-roh. You're You're in trouble because, yes, you are sitting at 16, but tenuously because right behind you. Game and a half back is by Portland. A game and a half back is Portland and, and New Sacramento and New Orleans. Oh, Sacramento's right there, too. You're right. Right. Oh, so, gross. <laughs> so if you're the Orlando Magic, um, yes, you have to meet your contractual obligations with your regional sports network. However, in, in a vacuum, if, had my, if I had my choice, I'd want to go right into the playoffs because you know if Damian Lillard has an opportunity to make that top 16, knowing what he has said over the last few days, he is going to go, you know what, to the wall to try to get to that playoff spot. How do you think fans would react? Like the the, the Orlando Magic fan, the guys that, you know, they're buying the tickets up in the ozone there. You know, they're, they're in the nosebleeds. If they've waited this entire pandemic, just on the other side of this, for basketball to return and for their team to have a chance at whatever the resumption is, but we've all assumed it was going to be the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And in the span of like three games, you're out. Yeah. I think the NBA does need to be aware of that a little bit in putting a gimmick in there that, and I use the word gimmick probably a little bit too lightly here, but putting something in there, changing it to a point where, you know, I've invested as a Magic fan, a Magic season ticket holder in 65 games, and my team is in position to make the playoffs, and albeit it was a pandemic, yeah. but we come back and in the span of four or five games, my team's out and Portland's in. Yep. And Portland has the star, we don't have a star. I feel like I'm kind of being... I'm being little market, little market Orlando again, yeah. treated by the NBA. Well, keep in mind uh, of what we've been going through over the last what ten yeah. weeks now, right? We just it's, want basketball it's been back. Very, very atypical what we've been going through. So when we come back, if there is an atypical situation that leads to ending the season uh, and going into the playoffs, I, I don't, I don't know if. <laughs> I don't know if I would complain. I mean, I, I I don't know, but keep keep this in mind too. We started the season with the idea of playing 
82 games. That is true. And going into the playoffs with one through eight in the East and one through eight in the West, it has been very atypical what has occurred over the last number of weeks here with the pandemic. So I... To, to your reaction with the fans, I quite frankly, I don't know. I, I, I We've never been through this before. Uh, I know some Magic fans would be upset if, say, you play out the string of, of five games and you seed one through 16 without regard to conference and somehow, some way, Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers beat you out for that 16 seed. Let's tell it like it is, too, here. Okay, you're either going to be an eight or a seven seed in the East or very likely a 16 or a 15 if they if they seed 1 through 16 without regard to conference. Yes, yeah, so you're getting we're, Milwaukee we're not, or not, the Lakers. It, it's not we're not long for this world. Let's tell it like it is. I, I mean as as much as I love to dream, the Orlando Magic winning the NBA championship and us parading down Orange Avenue, it's not happened this year. Not, they're not ready wow. yet. They're just, they're they're not. They're wow. not going to beat the Lakers or the Milwaukee Bucks. No, but I'd love to play LeBron that would be cool, though, wouldn't I would, it? Like, I'm sorry. If they go 1 through 16 and somehow you can catch Brooklyn, which it's a half a game. Like, we're talking about how close you are. Let's not forget about this, how close you are to falling out of it. Let's not forget Brooklyn doesn't have Kyrie or Kevin Durant. Yeah. And they're a young, they're a younger team. Spencer Dinwiddie is really good, though. Well, I, um, and here's, here's another question. Catch him. How representative is this tournament going to be knowing that we haven't played basketball in what two and a half months oh it's what did stan van gundy say to us on espn afternoons with scott Inez on on wednesday um which was yesterday at the time we're taping this here on a thursday um he said we're gonna see a bad version of basketball being out of shape nba yeah. players right. kind of trying to figure this out yeah. early on yeah early on so how representative of of how good or bad these teams are will we get in whatever it is a play-in tournament final five regular season games on into the playoffs could the magic go and steal a couple from the lakers and the milwaukee bucks in that type of situation and here's another thing i think you could steal a couple of games from milwaukee i you you might be right i don't i'm the lakers jonathan isaac plays if jonathan isaac plays he talked about that last week in he the did. interview with the Athletic. I mean, yeah. there, there's there. So you're saying there's a chance, right? If Jonathan Isaac plays, I think he got a shot to take one or two from a, a Milwaukee. He was on the treadmill for the first time last week. Oh, See is that, that right? The, on zero, the, the zero gravity treadmill okay. was the first time that he ran. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, you you don't like. There are going to be some guys who get sick, and 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 look, I I think that's a given at this point. You you can cordon off the ESPN wide world of sports as, as much as you possibly can. Some guys may get sick, A, and you know that a lot of guys are going to come down with some kind of injury, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, it, it's going to happen because you, you don't take two and a half months off and then come back and have training camp for three weeks, and 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 people are going to get hurt. I mean, it's just the way it is. We're, we're going to see a lot of soft tissue injuries, strained hammies, torn hammies, that sort of thing. Uh, strained groins, if you will. So um, how how representative is it going to be of NBA basketball, knowing that the Orlando Magic will likely be an 8 or a 16 seed going up against a 1 seed in the Milwaukee Bucks? Could they steal a couple? Yeah. Could, could they beat the Bucks? It's, it's, it's highly unlikely. But then again, you know, a star is going to go down. Whether that's due to sickness or an injury, like it, it's it's a pretty darn good bet in the atmosphere that we're living in right now that that at least one star is going to go down. 
Oh, I, I think hope odd, that's I not think the case. But I mean, the odds put futures out. On I, exactly. The I wonder: can we bet happen. on this? Can we somehow gamble? <laughs> which, can I put an which, investment in? Which star is it going to be? <laughs> would that surprise you? Uh, uh, that Vegas would list that? Oh, there's no doubt. Vegas is going to list that. There's no doubt. Which there's star no doubt. test positive yeah. first? And I'm kind of here for what the numbers. It's, how would you come up with a favorite? No clue. No clue. Wouldn't be LeBron. No, but I hope Rudy Gobert is somewhere well high on the list. How much would that suck for Rudy Gobert if it's just you were first and then you were the first yeah. back too? And well, I don't make I, I don't mean to make light no. of that situation, but it's just it. No, it's a reality. It's, reality. it's not a situation. It's a reality, and we've talked many times on this podcast and on ESPN five eighty that the NBA needs to have the stomach for not one, not two, but many players to test positive. And Adrian Wojnarowski talked with Zach Lowe this week about. The fact that role players in the league, mm. uh, you know, think about guys on on the Orlando Magic, like, you know, guys like Kem Birch and, and James Ennis asking the league, hey, is the league going to treat me the same as a star player if I test positive? Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. Knowing the NBA, um, as conscious as they are of public relations. Sure. Yeah, I, I sure. would definitely think but so. But I do think that if LeBron tests positive, the Lakers game... May get pushed like a day or two. Well, and and again, I I think I said this on the pod last week. What what is the stomach going to be? What what is their threshold of guys either getting hurt or getting sick during this tournament slash playoff? I I I I came out a few weeks ago and said I don't think the NBA has the stomach to go through this. And what what is what is the number? of of players getting sick? Like where where is that threshold? Is it five? Is it ten? 15, 20, um, and, 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 and something like that. They are going to be in close quarters, so something like that could snowball. So I don't, I don't mean to put a damper on the occasion because we're finally talking about having NBA basketball back, but in the end, what is the NBA's threshold? What is their stomach going to be for potential sicknesses on down the line during this uh this this bubble here in Orlando. I think once you get started, you have to finish. I think the the, the NBA's mindset can only be one thing, and it's hey, always forward, yeah, but, never but you back. Know, you know me, like like you know, I'm always thinking worst case scenario. I know you are. Um, and, and we talked a but little I think bit about the this. minute that you move your league. To, the fact that they're in conversations right now, the idea has to be we're finishing this. Okay. Okay, so but, it, that but, means if I, LeBron and Giannis that, and Kawhi and say. Paul George, at the end, if it is James Harden and a bunch of guys mm. from the G League See, standing that, there with that, a championship, that, you got to finish. That would be the outlier that I would absolutely despise, the Houston Rockets winning the NBA championship this I year. I actually thought this would be a fun game uh, that we could play in terms of which champion would we be the most outraged at? Uh, Houston's and, number one. Houston is definitely, number, definitely one. number one. Which champion would be number two? The when you wow. shake the NBA Walt Disney World snow globe, yeah. which actually works here. I think you can buy that somewhere. Um, champions that we would be the most outraged at. Uh, I think it's Houston one, and it's the Philadelphia 76ers I was gonna say number two. I was, I was, I was looking out Some west, reason, but then I, yeah, Philly. Joel Embiid holding yeah. the trophy at the yeah. end, and it's like, you know what, bleep these yeah, guys. Yeah, exactly. As lazy as you are, dude, and you're holding the trophy? Yep. Come on. Yeah, I think Philly would probably be two on my and list. I think Orlando would be three. Well, I think the worst yeah, team to make 16. the playoffs, yeah. yes. Yeah, 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 obviously. That, that, that. You know, there are a lot of people talking about an asterisk by the uh, the champion's name this year. No. No, there should not be an asterisk by the champion's name. Did we talk about an asterisk 
back in what 98 99 with the lockout and the and now here's and something interesting with that though games, they right? played 50 regular season games yes 98 99 also in the 2011 11, season 12, when 12 they played 66 yes when when lebron and the heat won it no that year there, no asterisk right? lebron's but first they, championship they did not change the playoff structure that year right and I think that is a big That's difference a here. That is yeah. key when we start talking about the difference in the playoff yep. structure. When we start getting into group stages and yep. round robins and taking 20 teams instead of 16, yep. That's when I think the NBA starts to play in the danger zone of the an danger, asterisk yeah, next to yeah, a champion. The, the, the danger gimmicky zone especially if, you will. if Portland somehow finds a way into the Western Conference Finals. Right. You know, when Portland they're not supposed to make the playoffs, let alone the Western Conference right. Finals. And let's yeah. not forget, Portland ended up in the Western Conference Finals by accident last yeah. year, too. Right, right. Well, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens coming up. There are a number of ideas on paper right now in the end. What do I think will happen? Either we go to the Mark Cuban idea of having all 30 participate, yeah. have a 20-team, 14-team play, play I think in, that's where you are. Will. I think the 20-team thing is what will gain because traction. Because it's not, it's not totally out there, and it meets your contractual obligations. Yeah, I totally agree. I'll be interested to see, and we'll break it down when the news eventually comes out, what the format will look like. And by the way, that might be in the next week or so. Yeah. Uh, let's get into Mo Bamba here. Yeah. Um, Mo Bamba... I'm speaking to uh, was it was it our guy Dante Marcatelli? It was Mo Bamba speaking to our guy Dante Marcatelli. Um, dropped the nugget on the D man mm. that he has put on 28 pounds of muscle. So during the quarantine, mm. so during the quarantine, at mm. least that's my understanding of this. And you tell me if I'm wrong here. Mo Bamba has gone from swole Bamba. and he is now ready to make a return for the NBA season. 28 pounds of muscle. So that would put him. He was he was two thirty ish beforehand. You want to know what right? he was listed ish. at? You want yeah. me to find it? Yeah. Okay, I'll find, find what that. He I think was it was at. it was listed around two thirty before or so. he was watery. I mean, That's but, what he was. But, but by he the way, two thirty soaking wet, seven foot one. Yeah, okay, uh, seven foot two thirty one on ESPN dot com. All right, yes. all right, two thirty. So that would put Mo around the two fifty nine, two sixty mark right now. That can't be right. Is that right? Uh, dude, he says he's worked his butt off during the quarantine. He changed his diet. He hired a chef. You got um, a chef to come into your house I, during the quarantine? I, 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 I have yet to hear how much he's worked out, um, but he's only added, like he says, 2.5% body fat, that most of it is muscle, so... Look, we can only take him at his word. Same, Mo. Same. This, to me, I have trouble believing that you can add nearly 30 pounds of muscle in a span of nine weeks. But if, in fact, it is true, it's a really good sign. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm certainly not going to declare Mo Bamba as anything but an incomplete right now. But the knock on Mo Bamba throughout his one-and-a-half-year career has been what? It's a lack of desire, lack of want to, uh, not really a, a love for the game, not really a burning desire for and a passion for what he does. Well, maybe, Nick, and I'm just throwing this out there, maybe this is a turning point in Mo Bamba's career that he it, it's finally started to click and he gets it. I don't know. I have trouble believing that he's added 28 pounds in 9 to 10 weeks. Here was the tweet from Dante Marcatelli. Scary, folks. <laughs> Dante says, folks. 
Just spent a few minutes with the real Mo Bamba, and he said he's put in a ton of work on his jumper, and he's added 28 pounds of muscle. This is a problem, folks. Two exclamation points. So Dante has a a tweet here. Uh, 120 characters, two folks. (laughs) <laughs> and two exclamation points. We'll there give, we go, we'll, D-Man. We'll, we'll, give him, uh, we'll give him some It's an uh, overuse of the word that. folks, yeah. We'll give him some grief about that I don't, on ESPN. I just think news. 28 pounds of muscle in two months is impossible. I, dude, I think I, it's physically I, impossible. I, I understand, but you have to take him at his word, don't you? No. For now, I until we I see him. I don't buy him. it. I don't buy it at all. I'm not going to say pee in a cup, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm joking, people, I'm joking. But 28 pounds seems a little ridiculous. Now, if you're telling, now, if it's, if it's, now, now, look. Keep in mind, yeah. these NBA players, a they lot of them, to a, a lot of them during the season, have trouble putting yeah. on weight because they're out there each and every night for two, two and a half hours, running up and down the basketball court. Guess what? He hasn't been running up and down a court. Now he 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 may have worked out. He may be doing some cardio. I don't know what his workout regimen yeah. has been. He's eating better with his chef. Is it within the realm of possibility? Yeah. Do I find it hard wow. to believe? It's, yeah. It is. It is pushing I, I the realm you. of possibility. I, I, like, I mean, at what? I'm wondering at what number where I would just buy this that yeah. Mo Bamba has gone from, uh, I I don't know, like a tire iron to a bag of hammers. <laughs> but 28 pounds of muscle. By the, I that's it seems a little extreme it, to me. It, that's all. It is. It, it, it is. But but uh, I, and, and to what take him at his word. What yeah. you hope is it is that it's good weight. Right, that there's good weight and then there's bad weight. Now he says he only oh, I added, have a lot of experience. Do you want me to speak I, on bad I, weight? I got I, the bad I've got weight a lot too. of experience over with bad weight. The last ten yes. weeks, I haven't been to a gym, so I got a lot of flab all over me right 30 now. Thirty years in my life, I have basically only experience with bad weight. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he, you he hope said it he, is. he says he added two point five percent body fat. So I, I'm just going off what he says here, Nick. I mean, the the question always about Mo is the motor. It's the desire. Right? Does he burn to be the best? Does he burn to win? Does he burn to to take titles? And look, th- those questions I think are unanswered because he's only twenty two years of age. Okay? And I and I think you can blame a lot of most problems on him being an immature twenty two. Like Jonathan Isaac is a very mature twenty two years of age. Mo Bamba, to me, even though he's he's highly intellectual. It is kind of a, an immature NBA professional right now. He's learning what being a professional is all about. So am I going to declare Mo Bamba a bust right now? No. Now, now if he comes out and does not play well again next year. Next year's the year. Next the now, year's it's, three it's years actually, the year. It's actually really unfortunate because Mo Bamba played his rookie season and he got injured. And... We spoke throughout the offseason about how Mo was really not having a chance. What was the injury last year? Can you help me out? It was a foot, right? Was it not? It was, was leg. It, it was oh, lower, was it, that's lower right. Extremity. It was. It was. Yeah, it was lower extremity. It was the the uh, the the fracture. It was a uh, tibula uh, tibula. Yeah, one of it, was, those. it was the fracture, is what it was. Um, and he didn't really get the entire offseason to do a weight program. It's right. a good point. I mean, like, well, let's work our way through this here. Maybe I can get closer to buying this, but. Um, he didn't really have a weight program during the offseason because he was healing. They shut him down during summer league. Remember, he played like one game and they shut him down. He didn't get a chance to really work on his jumper and work with the team and get into basketball shape. So the season started and he kind of had to work his way into that. And now here we go. We have a pandemic and yeah. the offseason is going to be very weird again, whatever it ends up panning out to be. Mm-hmm. Next year is the big year for Mobamba, but I'll agree with you here. 
if Mo Bamba shows up at Walt Disney World looking like a brick bleep house, mm-hmm. and he's got 28 pounds of muscle on him, and he's no longer being ragdolled yeah. by Mark Gasol and Joel Embiid and the big centers and some of the big backups, the Bobons in the world, that's a huge step. Well, because we've seen Mo Bamba just thrown around a lot. No doubt. In, no doubt. In, in nearly two years. When you look at the body type of Mo Bamba, it is a very similar body type. String beanie. To that of Dwight Howard when he yeah. came into the it's league a as a 17-year-old. Yeah, he's, got, he's a baby right? face. Now, now, Dwight, back in the day, he was bigger in the shoulders. He had those shoulders. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But he's in like terms a great of his, God his entire shoulders. body, I mean, there's a reason why Johnny Davis stuck him at the power forward spot in his first year and a half in the league. He wasn't right re- now. The game was the game has totally changed. Yeah, right. But, but but there's a reason why he played the power forward position in 05 through or 04 through 05 and part of 06, and and that's because his body was not equipped. It was not ready to take on the physical nature of the center spot each and every night. Well, Dwight filled out. Mm-hmm. He got a lot stronger. Um, and 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 you hope that is going to be the case. For Mo Bamba, at times you get the feeling that Mo needs to acquire some nastiness. And Dwight had that. Dwight Howard had that nastiness. but And he also had a will to win. And you get the feeling that, that Mo is not there yet. And I think that's mainly because of immaturity. So, look, the jury is still out on Mo Bamba. I'm 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 skeptical of the 28 pounds, mind Mo you. Mo bag of hammers, Bamba. <laughs> Swole Bamba. But I will say this. Next season is going to be a humongous, humongous season for Mo Bamba and his development. Yeah, I hope the 28 pounds thing is legit. I hope so. I'd like to put on 28 pounds of muscle. I'm not really sure how that's done. You're looking good, Nikki. Football? I know, but like, I'm just, I mean, 28 pounds of muscle is like, you know, you think he's going to walk into Disney? He's like, coasters are over there. Welcome to the gun show. All right, that's going to do it for us on another edition of the Heart and Hustle podcast. He is Scott Inez. I'm Nick Grenowitz. Uh, you hear us weekdays, ESPN 584 o'clock to 8 o'clock. You can follow Scotty on the old Twitter machine at Inez says A N E Z S E C. You can catch me at ESPN 580 Nick. We can talk basketball, all of that on Twitter. We'll be back next week, but until then, go magic. <laughs>